0: I hope I, that answered that question. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? I'm going to take that last one. I keep, I'm keep. i enjoying this. So I'm going to take one more. First Corinthians 12 and 2. Yes, ma'am.
1: Okay. So let's say if you are upset with a person and you pray about it and you say, okay, I'm going to give it to God. But give us
0: some volume. Um, y'all pay attention to what's going on so you can hear it. I know she's low to us. She's low to y'all. You can cut it up where you can hear it.
1: Okay so let's say if you're upset with someone and you pray about it and you say you're gonna give it to God and then when you actually encounter that person you still have the emotions or the feelings that you're still angry with that person did that mean that you didn't pray hard enough for it to change or I think
0: we need to we need to also discern the difference between anger and just having a reserved feeling because you you do when you when you forgive sometimes you still have that The enemy bothers you. That's why the Bible says that uh, forgetting, I can forgive you and yet have that remembrance just keep coming to my mind. And the Bible says forgetting those things are behind. Mm -hmm. The devil can still bother me and want to bring that anger to me. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I'm angry. It means I'm I'm dealing with and fighting that feeling. And I continue to fight that. I continue to pray that all. And this is how you deal with that. You continue to remind yourself of what you've done. Mm. Okay. So when you're at that point where you're having that difficult forgiving, when you're down there praying, remember what you've been forgiven for. Okay. So every time the devil tells you a reason not to forgive that person, you just put it in your mind, well, uh, 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 I've been forgiven. So so instead of focusing on all they've done to you, focus on all you've done to God. That'll show you'll help you be able to forgive a little quicker. Okay. Amen. All right, go with me quickly to the first Corinthians chapter 12 and two. There are many people who do not believe and uh, the concept or even the thought of a rapture. Don't even believe a rapture is taking place. Amen. Don't believe it's going to happen. Uh, but first, uh, Corinthians chapter 12 and 22, I want to get you the concept that it's real because some people feel like, well, uh, you mean, mean God's going to catch somebody up and they're going to disappear and just all of a sudden they're going to be out of the earth. Yeah, that, that's going to happen. Go to first Corinthians chapter 12. 12th chapter and the second verse, 1st Corinthians, all right? Let's see, has it ever happened in the Bible, right? 2nd Corinthians, I'm sorry, 12, amen. When you get a say amen, Sister Kyle, I want you to read from me tonight. 2nd Corinthians 12, and I want you to get verse 1 and 2, mm-hmm.
1: It is not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth, such an one caught up to the third heaven. Now, Paul is saying this. He says... I
0: don't know whether I was in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, but such a one was caught up into the third heaven. Because there's a lot of teaching that that says that, uh, uh, you know, the rapture, the concept of even being caught up is not biblical. Now, the word, the term rapture is not in the Bible. And we don't have to use that term. We don't have to even use the term rapture. but. The experience is certain in the Bible. So this is one that Paul says he don't even know if he was in the body or out of the body, but he was caught up into the third heavens. All right? You with me? All right, give me First uh, Thessalonians chapter 4 and 1. First Thessalonians 4 and 1.
1: Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus... That as ye have received of us, how ye ought to walk and to please God. So ye would abound more and more.
0: I want second, I'm sorry, second Thessalonians four. Second Thessalonians, uh, uh, first Thessalonians, the third, the fourth chapter, I'm right. First Thessalonians four, and I want to get uh, thirteen. Uh-huh.
1: But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, yes. concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with Him. And remain, and remain shall be caught up. There's that word again. Shall be what? Caught up. Called up. Together with them. Together with them. In the clouds. In the clouds. Together with them
0: in the clouds. So you see that. We that remain shall be what? Caught up, up. Together with him in the clouds. Everybody got that? So there it is again another uh, concept of the rapture. All right. Get Hebrews chapter 11 and 5. Hebrews 11 and 5. Some folks said it's not going to happen. They don't believe that's biblical. Hebrews 11 and 5. But all these are instances where it's happened. All right?
1: By faith.
0: So we got the word caught up by faith.
1: Enoch was e- translated.
0: Enoch was what? Translated, translated. Translated.
1: That he should not see death. So there's a word even though caught up, uh, even though rapture
0: is not there, caught up is and translated that he should not see death. And was not
1: found. Because God had, translated him
0: God had translated
1: him, for before his translation, uh-huh. he had this testimony that uh-huh. he pleased God. So
0: God translated, meaning to take him from one place to another. That, that trans uh, is where we get our word transportation, so God had took him, all right? Now give me the book of Second uh, Revel- uh, Kings chapter 2 and 1, 2 Kings 2 and 1. You're going to see that same uh, word caught up. Are taken up
1: and it came to pass when the Lord would take up so the Lord
0: would take up
1: Elijah into heaven, Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind by a
0: whirlwind. so let's do this if if people do not believe in the concept of the rapture of the word rapture what we do have they don't have to believe in the word rapture but what, do, what we do have we do have this word caught up we do have this word taken up we do have this word translated those three words, uh, even if you don't never see the word rapture, those three words cover it. Now, I want you to get rid the book of Revelations, chapter 12 and 5. Revelation 12 and 5. Everybody with me? So get that concept in your mind that the rapture or what we call the rapture, even though the word is not there, the Bible does speak of raptures taking place. And there are several raptures that have taken place in the Bible. Revelation twelve and five,
1: and she brought forth a man child. She brought forth a man child who, who was to rule all nations with a rod of who iron. Was to rule all nations with a, a rod of iron. And her child was caught up. And her child
0: was caught up unto God. A child was caught up unto God
1: and to His throne. And to
0: His throne. So there's the, there's the, all over the Bible the concept of being caught up, or rapture, is in the Bible. So even if the word rapture is not there, we got uh, we got Enith that was caught up. We got Elijah that was caught up. We got the, the, the body of Christ in Revelation that's caught up. Amen. We got uh, him talking about it, Paul talking about it in Thessalonians. Caught up, caught up. So that concept of being caught up is a biblical concept. Are y'all with me? Amen. Somebody say praise the, praise the Lord. Now, but what has happened, and I'm talking about preparation tonight. This is one of the articles of faith. Many people have mistaken the rapture for the second coming of Christ. The rapture is not the second coming of Christ because Christ does not come at the rapture. We meet him. So there's a difference between coming and meeting him. We come back with him. So this is how it takes place. The rapture, we're caught up and after we're caught up in the rapture we come back with him at the second coming. We will not be, the second coming is not when he comes to get us. The second coming is when we come to fight the battle of Armageddon. You'll find that in Jude. Look at Jude chapter 1 and 14. Jude first chapter, 14 verse. If you're looking for the second chapter, you don't know much about the Bible.
1: And Enoch also, the, Enoch seventh, also, uh-huh. the seventh from Adam, uh-huh. prophesied of these saying, uh-huh. Behold, the Lord cometh behold with 10,000.
0: Behold, the Lord do what?
1: Cometh, cometh, cometh with 10,000. He
0: comes with 10,000 of his saints. He comes with the saints. He does not come for the saints. So the Lord is not coming back for us. We meet him in the air. When we come with him, we come to execute judgment. When we come back with him, the second coming is a war, not a rapture. The second coming is a fight. It's a battle. And he says, read.
1: To execute judgment. He
0: come, he's coming with his saints to execute judgment.
1: Upon all. Upon all. And to convince all that that are ungodly among them.
0: That To do what?
1: To convince all that are ungodly. Read
0: read that one verse again.
1: To execute judgment upon Uh all Uh and to convince all. When
0: God come back with the church, he's coming back to convince everybody that he was God. There are people that don't believe it. Mm -hmm. And they haven't been convinced that he's God. So not only is he going to come back, he's going to come back and convince them. Say, look here, I've been telling y'all and my folk been preaching all these years that I'm God. I'm going to convince you by what I'm going to do in this battle of Armageddon that I am God. I'm so glad I'm already convinced. Amen. That's what he's coming back for. That's what, he's, uh, that's what the coming is about. Go quickly over to Revelation chapter 19. This is the second coming, not the rapture. Now, Jews said he's coming back with the saints, and Revelation chapter 19 is speaking of that event. Look at Revelation 19 and 1.
1: And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation, and glory. Now let's
0: stop here. Let's stop here. Because there are some people that don't believe that the church, and they don't believe that people go to heaven. There are people that teach that they don't believe that the rapture comes. They don't believe that people come to heaven. They believe everybody's going to come on earth, and the Lord is going to come to earth and set up his kingdom in the earth, and there will be no rapture. But this, this here kills that argument in nineteen and one. Read
1: in honor and power nineteen and one. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven. Wait,
0: where are they at? There are much people where in heaven. How did they get there? Heaven didn't come to earth. These people went to heaven. So if nineteen and one said he had a great voice of much people in heaven, how did those people get to heaven if there's no such thing as the rapture? Mm -hmm. So we read in Revelation chapter nineteen and one, there are much people in heaven. So the Jehovah's Witnesses who don't teach that people coming going to heaven. Many of them don't believe in that. They said only 144,000, I think, get to go to heaven. Well, the Bible didn't say I saw 144,000 over there. He said I saw much people. And anytime time God dealt with 144,000, he called them the 144,000. So this much people got to be somebody else other than 144,000. He doesn't number them because there are other people. And the 144,000 never get to heaven anyway. The 144,000 are the ones on earth. They got it backwards because they're saying 144,000 is the one that go to heaven. The Bible said 144,000 is the one that's on earth. But there is much people in heaven. So all these teachers who teach that there is no rapture and that the Lord brings his kingdom to earth and no one is caught up in the heaven, they got to deal with that. There is much people in heaven. Read.
1: Saying, hallelujah, hallelujah, Salvation, salvation and, and glory, and, glory and, honor and, and honor and power unto the Lord our God. Uh-huh. For true and righteousness are his judgments, uh-huh. for he have judged the great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and have avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. Uh-huh. And again they said, Hallelujah, her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and 20 elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, amen, hallelujah. Uh And a voice came out of the throne saying, praise our God, all ye his servants and ye that fear him, both small and great. Uh And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude and as the voice of many waters, And the voice of a mighty thundering saying, hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent Uh reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come Uh and his wife have made herself ready. Uh And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Uh-huh. And he said unto me.
0: Wait, read, 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 read that verse 7
1: and 8 again. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen. Clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Uh-huh. And he said unto me. "Right, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the lamb. Uh-huh. And he said unto me. These are the true sins of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, see thou do it not. For I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren and have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus.
0: Where's
1: your one? Ten. For the testimony of Jesus. And I saw heaven open Uh and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he do a judge and make war. Uh-huh. Come on, read. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called The Word of God. Mm-hmm. And the armies, verse, verse,
0: verse fourteen. Uh-huh.
1: And the armies which were in heaven follow him what upon. What they got
0: wh- on? Clothing what? White, white clothing and, wh- and and fine, fine linen. linen. White and what? Clean. Is that what they got on? Y'all agree with that? Mm-hmm. Go down to verse eight.
1: And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen clean and white, uh-huh. for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. That's the righteousness of, saints. of who? Righteousness of and saints. And
0: those people that come and follow Jesus out of heaven are the same people that he called the bride. If you go back, watch. Hallelujah. Y'all with me? Alright, go go up read verse uh, 7, 8, and 9 and see, isn't that the bride? The same one that the Romans that's followed
1: him. Read. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife have made herself ready and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white for the fine now, linen. So
0: what I'm showing you from this scripture, this woman of the church that's in fine linen and white is coming out of what? Heaven. Where coming out of? Heaven. Heaven. So for those that say the church ain't going to heaven and the church ain't going to be raptured out, you got to deal with Revelation chapter 19 because it shows the church in heaven. And at some point before Revelation chapter 19 she got there. Revelation 19, many of them try to use Revelation 19 to say that is the last that that, that that's that that's how it's gonna end They don't believe in a the rapture. They believe that the Lord uh, comes and fight on earth But the saints come back with the Lord So there must have been, been a rapture that took place before 19 because the saints are coming back with him. Can somebody say hallelujah? Put your hand together and give God praises Now If you get first Corinthians chapter 1 and 7 God doesn't want us waiting on the coming. He doesn't want us waiting on the coming. Watch this. First Corinthians one and seven. Uh huh.
1: So that ye come behind in no gift. That
0: you become behind in no gift. Waiting. I don't want you be, to be behind in a gift. Doing what? Waiting. Waiting
1: for the coming of our Lord Jesus minute, Christ.
0: I don't want you to be behind in no gift. Sitting up there waiting. On the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Read.
1: Who shall also confirm you unto the end. I don't want you waiting on the coming.
0: I don't want you to be behind in a gift. Because what's the gift? The gift is the rapture. I don't want you behind sitting down there waiting. I'm waiting on the Lord to come. I'm waiting on the Lord to come. I don't want you behind in a gift. Waiting. Amen. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah? All right. Give me 1 Corinthians chapter 6. At First Timothy chapter 6 and 14. So what we're waiting on is not his coming, but his appearing. And there's a difference between the coming and appearing. Appearing when God just appears. And we are caught up. But the coming when he actually comes to earth. And we come with him. So we're waiting on his appearing. 1 uh, Timothy 6 and 14.
1: That thou keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, unto the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you got the coming of the Lord and you
0: got the appearing of the Lord. We're not waiting on the coming. What are we waiting on? Yeah. The appearing and the coming is two different things because the appearing is when He comes in the air and He appears, but the coming is when He comes to earth. So, are we waiting on the appearing of the coming? Appearing. And when He comes, are we going? Are we coming with Him or looking for Him to come? We come back with him. Everybody got that. Now, I know you've been heard it for years and years, and this is what preparation, the doctrine of preparation is, is that we believe that in his appearing and not his coming. Second, uh, we believe the coming happens, but we don't believe that he's coming for us, that we're coming with him. Second Timothy 4 and 1. Uh huh.
1: I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom.
0: At his appearing. You see that? All right, verse 8.
1: Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. His appearing.
0: Titus 2 and 13.
1: Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and so, our Savior. So, so
0: what we should look about? Appearing. The appearing of the coming. And you know people have been preaching. You know Jesus coming back. You know Jesus coming back. He said we should be waiting on his appearing. First Peter 1 and 7.
1: That the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ.
0: There it is again, Colossians chapter 3 and 4.
1: When Christ, who is our life, shall appear. Shall what? appear.
0: First Peter five and four.
1: And when the chief shepherd shall appear, he shall receive a crown of glory that faded not away.
0: Amen. Now watch this. Now sometime when the Lord is talking about he's coming with clouds, he's talking about a physical cloud, but then there's also a cloud that refers to people. Give me Revelation 1 and 7 and 8. Revelation 1, 7 and 8. Uh-huh. Because we are, look at the say uh-huh. Behold,
1: Behold, he cometh with clouds. He cometh with what? Clouds. He
0: cometh with clouds. Uh-huh.
1: And every eye shall see him. All
0: right. Watch this. He comes with what?
1: Clouds. Clouds.
0: Give Hebrews 12 and 1. He comes with clouds. He comes with clouds.
1: Wherefore. Wherefore. Sin we also. Sin we also. Are compassed about. Are compassed with so great a, a cloud. So a
0: cloud.
1: Of witnesses. Of
0: witnesses. So the people that you read. In Hebrews chapter 11. As the saints. As he's calling those saints. Because if you read Revelation. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11. It names all of the saints who had faith. And then you got. Revelation 12 says, "See, we're compared with so great a cloud of witnesses, the cloud is referring to people. So when the Lord said he coming with clouds, it's not always speaking of the physical cloud, it's also talking about people that comes with him as well. Amen. Amen. Y'all with me? Amen. So uh, there is the cloud that he comes back with, which is the physical. That is the when when, when he appears they're going to meet him in the clouds, all right? But then there is a cloud that comes back with him on the coming, and we are those clouds. We are that cloud. So the first cloud that he appears in that we're caught up with, that's physical. But the second cloud, because at that time, I want you to understand, we have a, now get, going to get this good, you have a solar system now. But when Jesus comes, it's another solar system because there will be no need of the sun. So what happens that now, when he comes back, when he appears the first time, that solar system is still in place. But when he comes back the second time, he becomes the sun, he's bright as the sun, and we become the clouds. So we, on that, when he comes to earth, he is the sun, issue in, and we become the clouds. Oh, my God. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. You with me, saints? So now when you look at Revelation chapter one and seven, say, behold, he coming with clouds. That's talking about us. Amen. All right. Give me quickly, Revelation 14 and 14.
1: And I look and behold a white cloud and upon the cloud one set like unto the son of man, uh-huh. having on his head a golden crown and in his hand a sharp sickle. Mm-hmm. And another angel came out of the temple crying with a loud voice uh-huh. to him. So he
0: sat upon the cloud. That's always also given an example of him sitting upon the saints. And many times when God spoke, the cloud appeared over the saints of God. We are the clouds, Amen. That come back, Amen, at that second coming. The first cloud is going to go go down. Go down to the book of uh, uh, Malachi, chapter four, Malachi four, and two. We're the cloud, he the sun. Uh-huh.
1: But unto you that uh, fear, my name, unto fear my name, shall the son of righteousness,
0: son, son. Now, 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 the son of righteousness, uh-huh.
1: arise with healing.
0: Arise with healing
1: in his wings. The
0: son, the S U N. So he is the S U N, and we are the clouds. Amen. That come with the S U N. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah? Amen. Why the cloud? Because the cloud always represent glory. And the church is the bride. And the woman is the glory of the man. So that's why we come back as the cloud because we are the glory. We are the glory cloud. So now we turn into that cloud when he turns into the sun. My God. Somebody say hallelujah. A whole new solar system. Because we used to. And at this stage now, we're the moon. We're the moon. Because the moon does not have its own light the moon stands between the earth and the sun and the moon gives its light to us at night amen Amen. but when there's no darkness when there would be no darkness there would be no need of the moon so we would become the cloud now if you understand that this is why God when Adam is called even in his translated form if you look at it in his translated form the word Adam is A-D-A-M First letters of Adam is a.m. And then Eve, evening, Eve. So you see that all in that whole system that God laid out. Thank God for the church. Can you put your hand together and give God praises? Thank you, Lord. Amen. Any questions at this point? All right. All right. I want to give you this. Uh, the, we are the crowd. Again, I want you to get that. Look at First Corinthians 11 and 7. Yes, sir. 1 Corinthians 11 and 7. That's on the coming with the clouds. Natural clouds on the first, but the the next one with the coming. Yes. Yes. Yes, that was a type of translation. Uh, He's talking about when Philip got baptized, he ended up in another city. Yes, that was a type of translation. All right, get me First Corinthians 11 and 7. The cloud always represents what, glory? All right. First Corinthians 11 and 7.
1: For a man indeed ought not to cover his head, uh-huh. for as much as he is the image and glory of God. Uh-huh. But the woman is the glory of the man. So the
0: woman would be the glory of the man. So Jesus, uh, his church is the glory of him. That's why, and the glory is always a cloud. Give me Ephesians 5 and 27. That's why the church is called a glorious church.
1: That he might present it to himself a glorious church. A
0: glorious church.
1: Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing.
0: All right. Revelation 21 11. Revelation 21 and 11.
1: Having the glory of God and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone. Church,
0: that's talking about the church. That's the cloud of God. That's the cloud of God. Now, let me give you this. And one of the things that is so important uh, Hebrews 9 and 28.
1: So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time. That look for
0: him. Now I want to tell you something. It's very important. And this teaching that I'm teaching is very important because we should be looking for him. And you know, there is a there is a sense in the in the church today that people are no longer conscious of him coming. And I think that's one of the things that's gonna mess us up because there's a lot of us are no longer have that consciousness that he is going to appear and that's kind of like out of our mind all this stuff going on there's so much going on in the world and so many distractions in the world our focus is here but we should be looking we should be looking for his appearing and we're not because we're so distracted you have that there are not people that wake up in the morning and say you know what this may be the day that he appeared there are not people that are expecting that and looking for that you should be looking for that. A woman who is getting married is waiting on somebody to give her a cue that is coming. We've gotten so comfortable with the earth that we're not looking for his appearing. Read that 9 and 28 again. Yes, ma'am. There's another so, question. But hold these until I get through. The question from Facebook, hold them until I get through. All right? 9 and 28. Uh-huh.
1: So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. Yes. And unto them that look for him. But
0: them that, now, this, this this bothered me when I read it because if you be honest. And you you think about it, there are many of us are not looking for him. We're not looking. The church is not talking about rapture no more. The church is not talking about his appearing anymore. We've gotten comfortable here, but for them that look for him, uh uh-huh.
1: Shall he appear. Shall he appear. The second time.
0: He's going to appear, uh-huh.
1: The second time without sin unto salvation.
0: All right, all right. So give me Matthew chapter 24 and 44. Actually, to get 25 and 1, just to get 25 and 1. And what I want to deal with is the only difference between the first set of virgins and the second set of virgins was one was prepared and one was looking, one was expected. And I think we have went to a time now that consciously and really looking and seeking that the church have almost the rapture and the message that he's about to appear is just out of our thinking, out of our mindset. We're not conscious of it, but we need to start looking for his appearing. He said, when you see these things happening, you should look up for your redemption, drawer now. We need to know that it's about, and we're seeing the signs and seeing these things happening. Church, we ought to be preparing ourselves for the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ anytime, and that's part of preparation. Get me Revelations, uh, 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 Matthew 25 and 1. Uh-huh.
1: Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, and they that were ready, they re- that were what? Ready.
0: They that were what? Ready. So, is there a ready church? Preparedness means that we need to be ready. And there are people who are not. There are people who are not ready spiritually. But then there are people when I, when you use that term "ready," we're not talking about just ready spiritually. But there are people who are saying, "I I, I want to finish school. I want to get college. I want to get married. I want to do this. I got things I want to do." How can you really love him and want to see him? and want to finish all these fleshly things out before you see the Lord. But you got people that got that mindset. Well, I hope he ain't coming because, man, I ain't got married yet. I hope he ain't coming because I ain't went to school yet. I hope he ain't coming. But God is not coming for that type of person because, you know what, it shows you right there that that person don't have the love of God. How can you wait for something fleshly to happen to you before you, and you, and you say you love God, and that's the reason for your living, and you don't, you won't, you don't, you, you're gonna get, wait to get married and raise a family. And you don't even know what that's going to be. You might get married and go to hell. But you got all these things that you're willing to put on hold because you want to go to school, you want to do this. And you know you got people that have that mind. But he's only coming for those that are ready, that really want him to come, that got that consciousness and that are looking for his appearing. That's preparation. And we got to go back to that because we don't have that mindset. We live in this world every day. We're not conscious. We're not asking him to come. We're not seeking for him to come. We're not praying for him to appear rather. We're not, that's, that's not in our mind. That's not in our prayer. Lord, please appear. Lord, take us out of this. That's not We're enjoying our luxury. We're enjoying our life. And we're pretty fine the way we are. And if you get a little more money, get a few more houses and all that, most of us will be fine, comfortable right where, where we are. But there ought to be somebody who has a mind. And I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. I want out of here but that's not the mindset we have and what the devil does is get us so comfortable with our material things get us so comfortable with our life that we're not consciously looking for his appearing let me tell you what the bible says in 1st Thessalonians 4 I mean 1st Thessalonians I want 1st Thessalonians 2 uh, I'm sorry 1st Thessalonians 5 then i want to go to 2nd Thessalonians 2 1st Thessalonians 5 look what it says
1: but of the times and the seasons, but brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly For that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Uh-huh. For when they shall say, peace and safety, uh-huh. then sudden destruction cometh upon them.
0: You get 2 Thessalonians 2 and 1. Uh-huh.
1: Now we beseech you, brethren. By the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ And by our gathering together two, two
0: By the coming of our Lord That's one thing And what's the next one
1: And by our gathering, by our gathering together, together, together Unto him
0: Unto him So it's two things I'm beseeching you by And there are two separate things The coming of our Lord One And our gathering together with him What does that gathering together with him mean That's the appearing But I'm begging you by two things Y'all hear me there are two separate things, the coming out of our Lord and I gather together with him. Alright, read.
1: That ye be not soon shaken in mind uh-huh. or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, uh-huh. nor by letter as from us, uh-huh. as that the day of Christ is at hand. Uh-huh. Let no man deceive you by any means.
0: Alright, go back down there to First Thessalonians 5 and 1.
1: But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Uh-huh. For when they shall say peace and safety, so, this...
0: Let, 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 let's, let's, let's read that again. I want to get something there. Read it again. That one verse. Verse 3. Uh-huh.
1: For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, uh-huh. and they shall not escape. Uh-huh. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness for that day shall over that, that that day shall overtake you as a thief so we
0: we're, we're not looking at it it's not we you know people say
1: the lord is coming as a thief in the
0: night not to me not to you why because we should be expecting him you the, the lord literally is coming to kidnap us from this world we are we are held hostage here in this body you, you, you may not know it, but I'm gonna tell you what's happening. You are held hostage in a body of flesh doing stuff that you don't want to do and it's making you do it. You want to live holy but you can't cause this body. You want to do what's right but you can't because you're in this body. and this body is holding you hostage. And we're all crying out of this body saying, Lord, please take us out of this cause it's making me, it's causing me to do what I don't want to do. You calling me to be holy, you calling me to be right, I'm kidnapped. How many times have you been kidnapped in your spirit wanting to live for God but this flesh make you do something that you don't even want to do? So the whole cry, now when you get <laughs> you go back to Romans chapter 7, the 7th chapter, Amen. And verse seventeen, we're all we all been kidnapped. Yes, ma'am. Um, biblically or prophetically um before the Lord appears. Yes. Um, would you say that those things have already happened or there's Well, I think there's still things that, that ought to happen. I don't think everything has been fulfilled. So I do think we have some, and that's the only reason we're here. If, if, if those things had been fulfilled, he would have come and taken us. He would have appeared for us. So there are, and the question is, there are certain things prophetically that have not taken place yet. So you're right. There are things, and, and when, those, when those things would all be fulfilled, then that's when the church will be raptured out. So you're correct. Alright? Get me, where do I have you going? Romans 7. Watch this. Romans 7 and 16. Uh-huh.
1: If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Uh Now then it is no more I that do it. I'm being kidnapped.
0: I want you to see how bad it is. Every one of us here, we want to live holy. We want to live right. How many times have you made an effort to do such, but you just couldn't do it? And and, 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 and sometimes you feel that way being spiritual being saved God I want to do but my flesh is just taking me and causing me you are kidnapped by your flesh and here you are in this saying God I want to be saved but every time I turn around this flesh is making me do something I don't want to do I want to do right but every time I turn around this flesh is making me say something I don't want to say and so Paul is describing us as kidnapped people that are sitting bound with a gun to our head by the flesh Amen. Somebody say Hallelujah. This is the reality of what the rapture is to do. The rapture is actually Jesus coming, uh, 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 appearing, and snatching us from this body that have hold us hostage. Look what he said. Read.
1: But sin that dwelleth in me.
0: Go up. If I, for if I, if I do that uh, now, uh, verse, verse fifteen, verse, verse seventeen.
1: Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that Give in verse for the good that I would I do not
0: for the good that I would I do not
1: but the evil which I would not the evil that I would not that I do
0: is that not kidnapped the good that I want to do I can't do it and then the stuff that I don't want to do I find myself doing it I'm bound i'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm a hostage to this flesh I've been kidnapped by it hallelujah read uh-huh
1: I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Uh-huh. But I see another Get verse law. 24.
0: Get verse 24.
1: O wretched man, o that, wretched I am,
0: man that I am.
1: Who shall, who deliver, shall me deliver me from the, from the body of this death? Of this
0: death? Who going to deliver me from this? Who gonna get me out of this body that's killing me? Cause this, See, the wages of sin is death. We know that's talking about that academic sin. And you know, the Bible tells us, hallelujah, that all unrighteousness is sin. So Paul is saying, who gonna get me out of this kidnap situation? Like my flesh got me bound. I wanna live for God. See, you gotta remember this. When you got saved, your flesh didn't get saved. Your spirit got saved. Now you gotta save man living in a sinful body oh my God. y'all hear me you got a same man living in a sinful body and a sinful body who's got that that same man hallelujah under hostage and say do this do that do this do that and you try to rebel to do righteousness and that sinful body said no I did not tell you to do that now he explains it you sit down son he explains it over there in Romans chapter 8 hallelujah this is Romans chapter 8 8th chapter Romans
1: first verse
0: I want eight and glory to God y'all with me eight and verse number 19 powerful scripture Romans 819
1: for the earnest expectation uh-huh. of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God uh-huh. for the creature was made subject to vanity. Not willingly. We've
0: been made subject. We've been kidnapped. Made subject to this vanity. Not willingly.
1: But by reason of him. Uh-huh. Who have subject the same in hope. Uh-huh. Because the creature itself. Also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption. Uh-huh. Into the glorious liberty of the children what, of the God. The
0: creature itself shall be delivered from what?
1: From The what? glorious liberty.
0: It's so going to be delivered from what?
1: For the bondage of corruption, from the
0: bondage from the bondage from the bondage from the what?
1: Bondage the, of corruption.
0: you are. You are bound. You have got your flesh is holding his hand over you, making you do stuff that you don't want to do. Read
1: into the glorious liberty. But
0: we're going to be delivered to the glorious liberty
1: of the children of God.
0: Now watch this.
1: For we know uh-huh. that the whole creation, creation groaneth and travaileth in pain. Uh-huh together until now uh-huh. and not only they but ourselves also which have the first fruits of the spirit even we ourselves grown within ourselves uh-huh. waiting for the adoption to which on
0: God to pull us out of this uh-huh. the redemption
1: of our body
0: the redemption of our. we're waiting on God to pull us out of this flesh and pull us out of this mindset and to pull us out of what we are can we say hallelujah all right read
1: For we are saved by hope,
0: Uh but hope
1: that is seen is not hope.
0: Let me me tell you this so I can get you to understand. When you talk about being saved, it's not just talking about being saved here. It's also being saved from. He shall save his people from their sin. That's saving us from what this body is making us doing. So God's going to redeem us and bring us out of it. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. And except God shorten the days, shall no flesh. Saved. Amen. Be saved, my God. Can you lift your hands and say Hallelujah? hallelujah. All right, go back. So what happens now? This is my last script, and I take some questions. What happened in Thessalonians is this. I want to go back to that fifth verse. So what is stole, and why God is considered a thief? Because he is going to steal us away from this body. And many of our loved ones, when he steals us away from this body, they're going to be, they're going to not know what has happened. And so you're not looking for him as a thief. You are what's been stolen. You are what's been taken. Amen. Can you say hallelujah? All right, read.
1: 1 Thessalonians 5.
0: Get get 5 and 5.
1: Ye are all the children of light. And the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others. Let us not
0: sleep as do others.
1: But let us watch and be sober. So what should we
0: do? What, 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 what should we be doing? We should be watching. The others are asleep. That's the one that he's going to be a thief to. But us, we should be watching and looking and expecting. Can we say Hallelujah amen all right let me take some questions now amen there are questions all right brother Quint aren't one of those things um I, well, I know one of those things are that this gospel has to be preached to the whole world yes that's right this gospel of the kingdom that's right the gospel have to preach to all the world as a witness then the end is gonna come amen the end for us yes Put the mic up again.
1: The question, one of the questions was from Facebook. How do we become clouds? Well, of course,
0: <laughs> we say how we become. don't you know, sit down and say, make me a cloud. <laughs> it doesn't happen like that. I think that when he uses the term, just like God is, has considered him as the son of righteousness, go to Malachi chapter... Four. go there again I think what you're dealing with is the symbolicness of it so I don't want you to think that we're we are literally turned to a cloud It is a metaphor of what he's called just like when in this 37th chapter of, of uh, Genesis when he saw uh, he gave that dream to Joseph that his brothers were the stars his father was the moon. If his father was the sun and his mother was the moon, it's a metaphor when he uses that as a cloud. So it's not that and I'm glad they asked that question. It's not that you're gonna turn into a cloud and said, you know, it's, it's a it's a symbolic cloud. All right. Yeah.
1: There's one from YouTube. What about when you are praying a lot of time and you are not praying in the spirit? I'm just reading. It says, "What about when you are praying a lot of time?" And lot. Yes, sir. I'm just reading right. Like how? Yes, a sir. Lot of time. A lot of time You're and. Praying a lot of time. Uh, yes, sir. And you are not praying in the spirit. Well, uh, let, let me
0: let me say uh, this. Uh There's praying with the spirit and praying with understanding. Now. You go over to the book of First Thessalonians, First Corinthians, Chapter 14, and verse 15.
1: What is it then? What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit. I will
0: pray with the Spirit.
1: And I will pray with the understanding also. I will pray with the understanding
0: also. I'll pray with the Spirit, and I'll pray with the understanding also with and with the understanding also. All right, I'm going to pray with it and with the understanding also. Amen. Everybody got that? So there is that component that you're praying with understanding and there's that other component that you're praying with your spirit. So there are times that I'm praying. You know, there's a lot of people don't understand the significance of praying And the natural, and when they get filled with the spirit, they don't understand the significance of praying with the spirit and making requests as well. Because uh, there are some things that my spirit needs. My spirit prays for spiritual things. My natural man prays for natural things. So both are are necessary. Both are necessary. Any other questions? Any other questions? Yes, ma'am. Well, the term rapture is a terminology that came... I'm going to say in the early 1800s, uh, might have been a little earlier before, that they just tried to put a particular term for an experience. Uh, you know, throughout time, just like we, we use the word apostolic, and someone asked me, what is apostolic? They say, apostolic is not in the Bible. Well, you don't have to say apostolic, just say apostles' doctrine. The word uh Christian is in the Bible, it means Christ-like, uh, followers of Christ. So I think there's a term, just like through dictionary, uh, through time, we kind of shorten our words to consolidate them and bring a couple of words together, like ology, zoology, there was a the time that word, so when we, just, we got the word to study of, so I don't, have the word, I don't have to say the study of animals, I just say zoology. So I think to shorten it, to say catching away, they simply said rapture. And so, I, and a lot of times when I'm dealing with people, I don't even say rapture, because where ain't the rapture, ain't even in the Bible. I said, all right, fine, okay, but then catching up is, and going up, all that is. So it was in the 1800s, I think, maybe a little earlier than that. All right, anybody else, anyone else have a question? Yes, ma'am. Well, you already have the body. Everybody that is to be saved already got the body in heaven now. So all you're going to do is be clothed with it. It's already there. Look at the Second Corinthians 5 and 1. Huh?
1: For we know that if our earthly, house, we know if our earthly house of this tabernacle uh, were dissolved. Uh-huh. We have a building of God. We know we got a building of God. A house not made with hands. A house not made with hands. Eternal in the heavens. Eternal in the heaven. For in this we groan uh-huh. earnestly, uh-huh. designed to be clothed upon. Designed to be clothed upon with our house. So what happened is that your your spirit is going
0: into another type of body. And it's as if your spirit is gonna meet that body, and it's uh, almost like I guess what I could I could say, see there are different types of uh, flesh, uh, different types of bodies. First Corinthians chapter fifteen.
1: And 40. there are also celestial bodies, celestial
0: bodies
1: and bodies terrestrial, and terrestrial but the glory of the celestial uh-huh. is one uh-huh. and the glory of the terrestrial is another okay so you got you got two different types
0: of bodies when Jesus came they looked at him and said it was a spirit all right go down in the book of John all right watch this John John chapter 20 and 19, read.
1: Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. Mm -hmm. And when he had so said, he showed unto them.
0: Was the door shut? Where is that? I want to say the door being shut.
1: Verse 19.
0: Verse 19, read it. Then the
1: same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. Jesus walked
0: through the door. All right? Keep
1: reading. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you, as my father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Whosoever sins. Sensed... I, I want to give
0: you this other one here. Hallelujah. I just want you to see this, because his body. Verse twenty-six, uh-huh. Twenty twenty-six. John twenty twenty. Okay,
1: I'm sorry, I lost my page.
0: And after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus. The door being shut, and stood in the midst, said, "Peace be unto Now, watch this. Jesus comes through a wall and can walk through a wall, but yet Thomas can put his hand in his body, and his body, his hand don't go through it. So he got a different type of body. Watch this. Read what is happening. Uh huh.
1: And stood in the midst and said, "Peace be unto you." Then said he to Thomas, "Reach hey, hither thy finger." and behold my hands
0: now this is the thing now how can I take my body and walk through a door and just go through it but Thomas can take his hand and stick it in there and feel something because that body has the capacity now of being covered by a spirit now your body gonna be inside out see the way you are now is that your spirit is in your body but when God come, the, the, the physical part, not the fleshly part, the, you, got, you got the flesh and you got the body. The flesh is what's sinful, but then you got the body. So what happens is now your spirit is housed in this but now your, the spirit will be outside of your body which would give your body now the capacity of being able to walk through stuff but in the inside is the physical. So he was able now to stick his hand inside the spirit and feel the physical. Hmm. Amen, y'all with me? Because now what's dominate? now what, what happens now your your body, God takes it and turn it around it's like the gun been turned around your body has kidnapped your spirit and got your spirit locked but your spirit gonna kidnap your body and got your body locked now your body is subject to the spirit rather than your flesh hallelujah, my God, isn't that something there amen, hallelujah so just like your 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 flesh has dominated your spirit, the, it won't be flesh, but it'll be a body. Your body is dominated by the spirit. All right. Any other question? Any other question? Any other question? No other question. All right. God is good to us, right?